don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. And not only can you get this show, but all my past archive shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, TuneIn. Just use the keyword distracted. DB. All right, did you hear the opening? Did you hear the opening of the show? A couple of key words that Gina mentions, I want to bring to light. Yeah, don't let anyone take the sand of your hourglass or something like that. I can't, I wrote it and I, I had her record it. But basically, uh, it talks about don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Don't let anybody take your life away from you. That is the message. That is the theme for today's show. And unfortunately, yeah, there's a follow-up on last week's show that we did uh, about an Uber driver having uh, three people in his car or her car uh, and somebody cracking into them trying to run a red light. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But there are stories that really baffle me on how people end up getting killed. And I know nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, people are distracted driving. That's all there is to it. They're speeding. They're distracted. They're just like in their own little world, their own little bubble, if you will, and damn about you and damn about me. And they don't really care. They do what they want to do, and they're going to get from point A to point B as fast as they can because they feel whatever they're doing is more important than what you're doing. And that's the problem. That's an issue that I see. Uh, driving home uh, just the other night, I'm driving home, and I'm in the middle lane, and I'm doing 70 miles an hour in here in California on the 15 freeway at 70. I got people on my right hand or left-hand side, which is the fast lane. They are going way faster than me. 
And there's a car just in front of me, just a little bit. But the car in that was following that person was going through and quite honestly was going pretty rapid and barely bumped him. Didn't bump him, but it looked close, but cut in front of me. Luckily, I was going slow enough and I saw he wasn't slowing down. So I slowed down. He barely got in between me and the person that was just in front of him. And I just let him go. Just go. It, apparently, where you have to go is way more important than where I have to go. Courtesy on the roads would be nice. But people are lacking that. Now, why are they lacking that? Because they see other people doing it. They think it's okay to do it. Being rude, being a hostile driver on the road, that's the norm now. And there are people that are losing their lives because of it. And we need to stop it. And it all stems from back in the day when I've talked about this before. Driver education in school is important. And until we actually get it going back in the school, we are going to have people that think that they are Indianapolis uh, Speedway drivers. They think it's the Indy 500. And for those that you don't know what I'm talking about, just look on a TV, YouTube it, whatever the case might be. Indianapolis hosts a race car driving event every year, the Indy 500. And those guys are professionals, but they will tell you when they get on the road, they obey the law. They're not speeding, zigzagging in and out, tailgating, cutting in on front in front of people with only inches to spare. It only takes one person to not pay attention to what's going on, and what would end up happening is a multi-car crash. There is will definitely be some lives lost. There will definitely be some injuries based on the speed that they're going. If I'm doing 70 and you're passing me like I'm standing still, how fast do you think you're going? Some people, they think they can do whatever they want to do. And sooner or later, they're going to end up crashing, either killing themselves or somebody else, if they don't injure somebody. Somewhere along the way, it's going to catch up to them. And when it does, it's going to be a sad day because they're going to go, well, how did this happen? And families are going to be affected by this. Families will be totally affected by this, and they will end up paying the price. Whether if somebody's injuries, the hospital bills will mount. And if it's a breadwinner in the family, now they just lost the breadwinner in their family. If we can just tell somebody, hey, slow down. You don't need to speed that fast without having any kind of road rage because that does also seem to be flying up a little bit. People say, I got to get get out of my way. Hey, get over. You know, they beep the horn, flash the lights, get, move over to the right-hand side so I can pass. Uh, I am in the far right lane. Next thing, I'm on the shoulder. What are you going to do now? You want me to go off into the embankment so you can get home? 
And that's where I'm having a serious problem with. I fear for my life each and every day when I'm on the road. I don't tailgate people. I don't move people out of my way so I can get home faster or get to my work faster. Because wherever you're going is important to you and what I'm doing is important to me. So it's equally imagined. It is equally divided into knowing that where we're going, each other, is important to us. I'm not going to slow you down from what you're going to do. But I don't need you to come up on my bumper flashing your lights and, you know, flicking your high beams like you're a, a cop or something because you're not. And not to mention, even though that most of summer is pretty much gone, a lot of motorcyclists are on the road. I've seen in the past week two motorcycle crashes. One was a fatality. The other, the officers were helping him up on the ground as I passed. And the weird thing about it is, is just not more than five minutes prior to me getting to where he was at, he passed me. But he was driving the right speed for the road and the conditions that he was at. Remember, I used to be a motorcycle rider. I know exactly what the conditions would be to ride in. Traffic was a little heavy, but he was going between the cars, but he was going at a very safe speed. It just baffles me that these kinds of things happen. One fatality shut one of the other freeways down and shut it down for a couple hours. Luckily, the person that ended up crashing when I passed him, it was off on the far right-hand side. I was on the left-hand side of the road in a carpool lane. I was able to pass through, and I could see that the motor motorcyclist was getting help, getting lifted up by the California Highway Patrol. The ambulance was there. The fire department was there. Obviously, the CHP officers were there. The guy probably doesn't have a bike anymore. But yet, he's still alive. Thank God for that. Whether he's at fault or somebody else is at fault, we have to pay attention to what's going on. We have to know what is going on when we're behind the wheel. Look in front of you, look behind you. Constantly. I'm always looking behind. I do not want to be rear-ended behind by somebody who's texting and driving or they're taking a sip of their soul or putting their makeup on or shaving. It is so funny when I drive down the road and I'm stuck in traffic. It's kind of bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic and you look over to the left or you look over to the right and you see somebody eating, putting their makeup on, shaving, drinking coffee. I don't drink in my car. I have a bottle of water there just in case, you know, but I never really crack it open. I don't really drink it. By the time I get to my workplace, you know, I'm good to go. 
But this is an issue that we're having. The distractions have got to stop. That's the bottom line. They have to stop. Because for those of you that are listening to me, I know you get it. It's the ones that don't hear my voice. They're still probably doing it. And those are the ones that will have the cigarettes on the road where there's a terrible crash and no traffic can bypass for at least for a half hour. The CHP or the officers or whatever they call it within your state, other than California, because I know it as a cigarette in California, it's shut down. You know how many people end up sitting there, turning off their engines, getting out of their car, looking to see what's going on? And they see the fatalities. They see the damage. And by the time the tow trucks get there, it is such a mess. It is such a mess. And we need to take our own responsibility within our own grasp. Remember, don't let anyone take the sands of time within your hourglass. You don't need to die because somebody felt it was important for them to get home before you or if they're going to the work before you. They might be going shopping, but still it's not more important than you. They're equally divided. They're equally divided and yet people will still do what they got to do. And they still act like there's nobody on the road but them. We need to stop that. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I don't have my notes, but I do know that KTLA has a story, the follow-up from last week's show. We'll be back right after this. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Hey, there's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're going to find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Thank you for listening to my podcast show. I hate to spiel off like that, but quite honestly, I don't want to die today. Do you? I don't want the sands of time within my own hourglass to fall apart. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, on Facebook, DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. Just type in the keyword distracted DB. All right. So last week we had a story in regards to an incident 
from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them, obviously, for allowing me to use the sound. Where an Uber driver had three young women in the car. And I don't know if a female was a driver or a male was a driver. I'm not really sure about that. I just do know that the person that collided into them was a male. And, you know, it's just a very sad situation. These three women died needlessly. They didn't have to die at all. But somebody's trying to run and gun, get through a red light, and they end up paying the ultimate price. And I'm going to play just a little bit of the story from last week. And then I have a follow-up for you. And again, this story comes from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. We want to get to some breaking news. Three people are dead after a violent car crash in South L.A. Two others are fighting for their lives. KTLA's Carlos Herrera joins us live from South L.A.'s West Mountain neighborhood with the very latest. Carlos. And we've learned that these victims are all women, all passengers in an Uber ride this morning. You can see the investigation uh, is carrying on. We're waiting for the arrival of the coroner's office to remove the victim's body. You can see there the canopy set up uh, right in the middle of the street and near the sidewalk. We're also hearing from LAPD that we're waiting for uh, detectives to arrive here to carry out the investigation and continue speaking with witnesses. As we go into video, uh, authorities telling us this morning that it happened shortly before 5.30 a.m. The white Mercedes was traveling northbound on Vermont Avenue at a high rate of speed, apparently tried to beat a red light and struck the black Honda you see there head on right at the intersection of Vermont and Century. The black Honda spun out of control. One female passenger was ejected several feet she died at the scene. Two other female passengers of that Uber ride had to be extracted from that black vehicle. They also died. The male Uber driver and another female passenger were taken to the hospital where they are in critical condition this morning, but they were conscious when, uh, conscious rather, when they were transported earlier this morning. Now, we spoke with a witness who rushed to help the victims. He's still shaken this morning, but he tells us the Mercedes was speeding. All right, and again, that story from KTLA last week, and I just want to play a little bit of a clip just so you kind of kind of remember a little bit about what happened. And here is the story now, uh, obviously from uh, you know KTLA uh, as a follow-up. And we'll get to that in a second here. Hearing was held for the woman accused of drunkenly. All right, let me try to figure out if I can... A violent car crash. Oh, the audio stopped. All right. My computer seems to be messing up just a little bit. All right. So here's the story that I got today from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. While the driver in this tragic accident, he was speeding, he ran a red light, and the investigators today at the South LA Traffic Division, they are expected to announce charges against him, possibly vehicular manslaughter. And also, the question everyone's been wondering since this accident, why was he going so fast? Is it possible that he was trying to get away from something? Now, unfortunately, at the center of this accident, three people who lost their lives. Take a look. These are their photos. We're talking about three victims, two of them sisters, 27-year-old Kimberly, 
Izquierdo, 23-year-old Veronica Amazola, and the third victim, also 23 years old, Juvelin Arroyo. It was early Saturday morning at the intersection of Vermont Avenue and Century Boulevard in South L.A. The three women were passengers in an Uber when the driver of a white Mercedes ran a red light and collided with their vehicle, T-boning the Uber at a high rate of speed, possibly going up to 90 miles per hour. The Uber driver, a 38-year-old woman, and a fourth passenger, a young man, were both taken to the hospital. They were both seriously injured but are now in stable condition. Now, exactly what motivated this driver to go so fast? What are the circumstances before the crash? All that we hope to learn today during this press conference. Now, back out here live. Again, this press conference is scheduled for 10 a.m. this morning here in South L.A. in Baldwin Hills. I'm Lena Bovian. We'll send it back to you in the studio. All right, again, thanks to KTLA and uh, allowing me to use the sound. KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. Doing a follow-up on a story that I did just in my last show. Three women died needlessly. Um, driver just decided, hey, I'm going to make the red light. Uh, maybe, obviously, high rate of speed. Not paying attention. Was he drunk? Was he high? Was he late? Was he not paying attention? It doesn't really matter. Three women are dead. And that's my point. When is it going to stop? When are we actually going to start throwing people in jail and making them pay for it? I think what needs to happen for these three women, and they all probably had great jobs, the person that hit them maybe needs to pay restitution. I told you about the story how Japan does it. If you end up killing somebody by vehicle and that person was a good employee and he was 12, 10, 11 years into a company and he would have probably went to a retirement age, you had to pay his salary plus bonuses and pay raises until he would have retired. If we started doing that, maybe that would put an end to all this high-speed driving and all this distracted driving. Because what would happen is the, the person that hit the uh, Uber driver would pay basically three salaries, bottom line. And if you don't have it, sell your home, do whatever, get them the money that they deserve. Compensation needs to be there. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Okay, when we come back, when we come back, we're going to talk about an arrest was made in a hit and run in Philadelphia. A young mother, again, lost her life needlessly. We'll be back right after this. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. Hey, there's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're gonna find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? 
They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. It's a quick commercial break. I'll get right back to it. All right. In the last couple of weeks, I've noticed in the news, there seems to be a lot of single moms or a lot of mothers and fathers that have been getting killed. Um, Whether it's a mother over here in California, a father over here in Texas, another mother that was killed needlessly, needlessly, a hit-and-run driver, okay? Now, this one has a kind of a bizarre twist on it where when they made the arrest, she tried to play it off like, hey, it wasn't me, my car was stolen. She tried to report it was stolen, but there's a catch. It seems that she may have loaned her car to somebody when she was on vacation. I believe that's how the story goes. And when she got back, they stopped and arrested her because she tried to kind of in, you know, mess with the uh, DUI investigation and stuff. Again, this story comes from Fox 29 in Philadelphia, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Right now, an arrest in connection with a deadly hit and run that killed a young mother of two from Delaware County. Shana Ferreira just spoke with police. Shana, what have you learned? Well, that arrest coming in late Sunday night, according to the president of the FOP Lodge 27 president. Now, he mentioned to me that police believe the woman that rented out the striking vehicle that they believe hit that woman filed a false police report claiming that the car was stolen. Now, they believe that that woman knows who was behind the wheel Saturday morning. This as the FOP put up a $15,000 reward for anyone that comes forward with information. Heavy hearts continue to mourn the loss of a 27-year-old mother of two after she was tragically killed Saturday after a deadly hit-and-run in southwest Philadelphia. Police identifying the victim as Ashley McLean Gaylor, the daughter of a longtime Fullcroft, Delaware County police officer. The FOP lodged 27 in media quickly, stepping in to help. The FOP initially uh, posted a reward for $5,000, leading to the arrest of the driver of the vehicle that struck uh, Officer McLean's daughter. Uh, since that time, John McNesby of uh, FOP Lodge 5 Philadelphia, he graciously said he wanted to post $5,000 more. And then we also had a uh, anonymous donor from Delaware County that wanted to post an additional 5000 with the hope that someone will come forward and as FOP Lodge 27 President Christopher Iserman says, does the right thing. Officer McLean's daughter was 27 years old, a beautiful young lady. She had two young girls, seven and two. A GoFundMe quickly gaining traction with over $70,000 raised. Meanwhile, police releasing this photo of the striking vehicle, a 2023 Honda Accord bearing a New York license plate, driving off, leaving the young woman for dead. Investigators recovered the car Saturday afternoon, and according to the FOP Lodge 27 president, an arrest has been made in connection to the car police believe struck and killed McLean. The lady that rented the car subsequently reported the car stolen from Sharon Hill. We now know that's not true. She reported the car stolen while she was in Miami for the weekend. So obviously I think she knows who was driving the car. 
She's since been arrested. Last night, Sharon Police arrested her when she got off the plane for filing a false police report. Now, according to that criminal complaint obtained by Fox 29, uh, that woman called a Delaware County 911 center claiming uh, that the car that she rented out was stolen. This an hour after the initial deadly incident took place. According to the complaint, she told officers she knew it was stolen because she had a Google app, an alleged Google app that told her uh, that the car was not parked where she left it. Again, a $15,000 reward is up for anyone coming forward with information. This arrest is in connection to the car, but we still don't know who was behind the wheel. That's what police are looking for. So if you have any information, make sure you give police a call. Guys, Jason. All right. And again, thanks to Fox 29 Philadelphia. I appreciate you guys for allowing me to use the sound. And I think this is the first time that we went to you guys. And it's a very, very sad story all around. Okay. So the lady that actually owned the car, wasn't actually driving it. She was on vacation, but she may have loaned the car to somebody that she knows, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the person that was actually driving it. But they arrested her to say, you know, in, in you know, uh, obstruction of, you know, uh, the investigation, uh, falsifying documents, whatever the case might be. The thing is, she probably knows and she probably loaned out the car like they said. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth, that is just sad. A mother lost her life, and nobody's there to help out. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Okay, hopefully we are done with summer. But remember, just because it comes to another season does not mean we can drive crazy on the road. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com the podcast show. I will be back on my next episode. Until then, remember, I don't want to die today. And don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Until next week, be safe.